0: hello all you gore fiends and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man
1: Doing good. How you doing?
0: Not bad. Um, I'm not really the biggest fan of cotton candy, but I saw this giant roll of it on this like weird hook thing. It looks really appetizing. There's like a weird candy apple person inside. Like it's a cool Halloween like idea.
1: <laughs> Dude, I love this movie so much. So much.
0: Oh yeah, like I this movie, it's good. Like, I've been watching it for so long. Every time you watch it, it's a good time. This is just a good, like, okay, it's Saturday night. I don't know what else to watch. Let's just throw this on. It's gonna be fun.
1: You know what's crazy is I feel like I see more killer clown stuff now than I did 10 years ago.
0: Oh yeah, even um like the universal like Halloween horror nights have been like recently done Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This like one off movie from 1988. But they're like it's brand new stuff. It like looks exactly like from the movie, like, all the costumes, all the props, even, like, Spirit Halloween over the last couple years has been, like, really big on Killer Clowns.
1: Oh, definitely, to the point that the one of the Killer Clowns acts like an animatronic in this movie, I'm like, oh, that's kind of <laughs> self-fulfilling prophecy right there.
0: Oh, yeah, if we're uh, I got a Killer Clown's head mounted on my wall like it's a trophy. You have the cotton candy <laughs> gun, don't you?
1: Yes, I do. In fact... I just messed oh. my whole mic position up. I'll set perfect. Hang on, it still works. <laughs> you can't see the blinking light, but yes, it still makes the sound and spins around and flashes and everything.
0: I'm currently half covered in cotton candy, so thank you, Greg. Yes,
1: <laughs> you're welcome.
0: So, um, so yeah. yeah, Killer
1: Clowns from Outer Space from 1988, and Edward Trifecta from Stephen Kyoto.
0: Yes. Um, which it's the, what, Kyoto Brothers?
1: Yeah, and anybody of a certain age will remember the band Chiodos. They were actually named after them. They just pronounced it wrong. Because their original band name was the Chiotos Brothers. And I then remember. they just shortened it to Chiotos.
0: I saw them at Warp Tour.
1: Yeah, I've seen them a couple times. They played in my hometown when they were the Chiodos Brothers still.
0: Oh, nice. I believe, didn't the Chioto Brothers also, or Kyoto Brothers, I know I'm gonna do this, um... Didn't they also do the special effects for Ernest Scared Stupid?
1: They did for Ernest Scared Stupid, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, they did Large Marge, that whole thing. Oh, nice. And the Critters franchise.
0: Oh, no shit. So this is, like, rooted in, like, all the shit I love.
1: Yeah, and it's... You can kind of tell, like, when you look at those movies, this makes perfect sense. This is their first, like, their movie, though. Before there were all the special effects, they did the stop motion, like the claymation from Elf, like they do a lot of like special effects and practical stuff and things like that. They're damn good at it. Oh, they're really good, and this movie's just a showcase, that's what this is.
0: Oh, and this movie could easily be ruined by like cheap looking clowns, where they just like slap clown makeup on like a person. No, like these things look like weird creatures, where like, at first glance you're like, oh look, a funny clown, then you're like, wait a minute, no, that's like actually what it looks like.
1: Dude, and the townspeople are way too chill about these clowns. (laughs) And this is even before everyone was terrified of clowns, even though that's always been a thing, but, like, as much as they are now. But, like, after that first glance, like you said, you're like, that's not a clown. You can tell, like, they look like it, but, like, all the townspeople are so nice to them and everything. Watching their shadow puppet shows, like, unconcerned about them until they start doing crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, it's really, it's this weird, like, 80s paradox thing of, like, this is definitely an 80s movie of, like, the suspension of disbelief of, oh, it's weird and, like, insane and whatnot, but, like, oh, it's still the real world, like, and especially the sheriff, like, I can't wait till we get to start talking about him, but.
1: What do you mean, start talking about him? We use him as our example for bad cops and horror (laughs) movies almost every week we have talked about him <laughs> I was gonna in th- fact we can skip over the whole sheriff we never need to mention him
0: which he was played by john vernon who is the um we've uh mentioned animal house in the uh past with american werewolf in london but he's uh dean wormer from uh animal house
1: Yes, he is.
0: Which, it's almost exactly the same character, which, in my head canon, I'm like, Dean Warmer got fired, changed his name and moved, and now he's here, and he's just, like, an alcoholic, and he just doesn't care and whatnot.
1: He's just a grump.
0: Yeah, where he's just drinking Jack Daniels at his job. He's, like, a police officer, but he's like, I'm not answering the phones anymore. They're all playing pranks on me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The whole town...
0: Yeah, they're all in on it.
1: So, you want to get into this movie? Yes. Alright, so it starts out... Um. Oh, dude, how can I not mention the fucking Dickies and their song Killer Clowns from Outer Space for all the opening credits?
0: Yeah, all day today when I was like driving around like doing like the few errands I needed to, I was listening to this song in the car, and holy shit, it's just like a pump-up song.
1: You know what's funny? They hired the them to do the song... And do you know what they knew about the movie? What? Literally just the title.
0: I mean, that makes sense, because they just say the title a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not that hard to put together. But I will say, this is probably the biggest example of a title that lets you know, beyond the shadow of a doubt, what you are in for with the movie. Okay, clowns. They're killer clowns. Where are they from? Outer space. Boom. Boom. There's the plot.
0: Oh, yeah. This is not hereditary, where it's like, oh, what's that? What's that mean? Or like malignant. It's like, oh, it's a malignant thing. Oh, what? What are they getting at? It's like, no, this is it's like a 1950s, like sci fi horror movie of it's like flying saucers from outer space. It's like exactly that.
1: (laughs) Dude, I think they definitely were trying to be like a 50s movie, too. And I mean that lovingly. And in the 80s, they were obsessed with 50s nostalgia, like how We've been obsessed with 80s nostalgia, so, like, it makes total sense.
0: Oh, yeah, this is right around the time of, like, The Blob, which I get some, like, Blob feelings from certain parts of this movie.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Or, like, uh, in, like, just a few years from this, there's, like, Mars Attacks and whatnot.
1: Yeah, which was definitely another homage to all that yeah. stuff, so that makes sense. But the only reason I bring up the very opening besides the song... Is You see this kid walking out with beer, drinking it, and the cops staring <laughs> at him? Do you know who this kid is? No. This is Christopher Titus, the comedian and from the television show Titus.
0: Okay, I think I kind of recognize that name.
1: Yeah, this is his very first film role of all time. Okay, nice. And he's basically an extra. Okay, cool. But, so, we're at this, uh what do they call, call it? The make-out point, um... Something from heaven or whatever. But anyway, the typical old school, like, place where everyone parks their car and makes out. Which kind of takes away the whole reason to have a secluded makeout spot. But whatever.
0: Yeah, it's like all the teenagers are going to go here and have, like, a makeout orgy.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so that's what's going on. And we are introduced to the two brothers. I don't remember their actual names, but the Ice Cream Brothers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Drive up in this ice cream car with a giant clown on top playing the ice cream music and trying to sell ice cream to all these people making out like cool down those hot lips with our cold treats and they have an entire recycling facility worth of beer cans that they throw at these two guys
0: yeah and it's, i love that they're like it's almost like a three stooges type act but there's just two of them of like i thought you thought uh, you said this would be a good idea numbskull it's like, I thought it would be. How about we hit up the drive-in movie theater next? It's like, that's even a worse idea.
1: More. Yeah,
0: I love these guys.
1: <laughs> they should basically have goofy, like, music playing behind them at all times. And sound effects. Like,
0: woo, 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 woo Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's what they are. Um, But one couple that is making out... Uh, Mike and Debbie. Mike's name is Mike Tobacco, which is just the most bizarre thing to name your character in a movie.
0: (laughs) He's the heir to the tobacco fortune. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) That's the only reason this girl's putting up with him. But they're making out, and he's the only person amused by these ice cream buffoons' antics. He's like, oh, those are my two best friends. This is hilarious. I can't believe they're doing this. Because apparently they're not ice cream men. They're renting the truck for the night.
0: Yeah, they're, I guess they're just either trying to A, pick up, like, women, or B, just make a few extra bucks, or both.
1: Yeah, which, they have two women in the car who, they promised all-you-can-eat ice cream as an attempt to get some, and they shoot them down. And, like, <laughs> I want to go home now. Alright, keep your shirt on. I intend on it.
0: Yeah, I love that there's like, hey, all you said is we could have free ice cream. You didn't say anything about parking.
1: <laughs> but... While well, the couples are making out after the ice cream business, a big flash shoots across the sky and lands nearby. Debbie sees it, is like, I want to go follow it, I want to go follow it. As that's going on, this country bumpkin individual <laughs> no. looks out and also sees it. He's all excited that it lands in the earth like, Haley's Comet! Come on, Pooh Bear! And he takes his dog and they go after it.
0: It's this old guy with his hound dog. He's like, Boy, howdy! There's gonna be a thousand people here. There's gonna be news media. Come here, Basset Hound. Let's go! And he, like, grabs his shotgun. It reminds me a lot of, like, Stephen King and, like, Creep Show. Of, like, holy shit! Like,. <laughs>
1: Dude, they couldn't have had a more cartoonish, over-the-top, like, countryman-type guy as this person. He's straight out of Fox and the Hound, this dude.
0: Oh, yes. And then, like, he takes his dog and finds, like, the circus tent in the middle of the woods. And his first thing is like, oh, I guess the circus is in town. Not like, why is there the tent in the middle of nowhere? Then he's, like, trying to find the entrance to, like, where do I buy tickets?
1: Wait, no. He says... Come on, Pooh Bear! Maybe we can get some free passes! Yeah! Yes! Dude, so, one, why when a meteor strikes in movies does everyone think they're gonna be rich? I won't lie, if a meteor crashed in my backyard, I'd be like, I have no idea the amount of monetary value I can get for this. Like, Could I get 50 bucks? I do not know. Like, I don't assume I'm gonna be a millionaire because I find a meteor.
0: No, and I'm also gonna be like, oh, I'm afraid to get anywhere near it because, like, is this thing radioactive? Like...
1: Yeah, but... he, He goes from wanting to be a millionaire to, oh, boy... Circus? Like, he's instantly <laughs> forgot that he's going to be a millionaire in his mind. It's the,
0: it's on the exact same level. Of, like, millionaire? Oh my god, I might get, like, some free popcorn and see a clown.
1: Dude, if you would have kept chasing the Comet that you think you're after, you could afford your own circus tickets and wouldn't have to go heckle them for free passes with your dog.
0: No, it would be even, like, I know it's in the future and there's no way they would have known about it, but what's the um, cult that killed themselves for Harley's Comet in the 90s? Was that a uh, Jonestown or it wasn't Jonestown?
1: No, um, it wasn't. Um,
0: it was Bob. Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. It's like he's like putting on his Nikes and like he has his like uh, <laughs> purple blanket. He's like it's a it's a, it's soon. Hurry! <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he does find the circus tent, like we said, and he's walking around. Hello, how do we get in, Pooh Bear? And <laughs> One of the clowns reaches out with a Looney Tunes net. Like what Elmer Fudd would catch Bugs Buddy in type net and catches the dog and brings it in. And the guy sees the dog's bandana and then he's angry like you took Pooh Bear! And he goes to punch the tent. And it's it's a spaceship, not a tent, so he smashes his hand on it. Ah ah and then he goes, I'll rip this thing down, and goes to tear what he says thinks is a rope, but it's clearly, like, more metal, and it electrocutes, so he falls over, and one of the clowns comes out and cotton candy guns him.
0: It reminds me of Dennis Hopper in Texas Chainsaw 2, of, like, tear it all down! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, that movie is fucking perfection. Yes. <laughs> but they cotton candy gun him, and if you have not seen this movie... Watch the movie, people. Come on. It's good. Go watch it. But if you haven't and you're listening, the cotton candy gun is exactly what it sounds like. It shoots them with a ray and woo, and turns them into cotton candy.
0: Yeah, puts them in like a cotton candy cocoon that then like liquefies the body so they can stick a silly straw into it and drink
1: you. Dude, I, now that you said silly straw, I also want to point this out about the movie. If you would have asked me, hey, Greg, name me some things about the circus... I could name you some, you know, the common cliches and everything. Right. I do want to congratulate this movie on everything they could think of as a way to fit it into this movie. They did down to, like, the silly straws. Like, they, like, fit every circus cliche they can think of with the clowns into this movie, and it's great.
0: Oh, to where, like, I even love the, like, I know we we'll are get here in a minute, but the, like, a uh, bloodhound that they have that's literally, like, a balloon dog?
1: Yeah, exactly. Everything that could have been, tied back to clowns they do
0: and i just love to think of like these creatures just so happen to like resemble clowns that we know on uh, know about on earth but like the universe is so vast and there's like infinite possibilities that like they just so happen to line up with everything we know about clowns on earth to like a t and that's just how they are
1: well, I'm so glad they don't go into the deep exposition of it and everything. We don't need to find the secrets about why are they. They have a scene later where they're walking around to the, and they throw out a bunch of theories, and that's it.
0: It doesn't have to do what Coneheads did and take us to, like, the Conehead planet, and here's their culture. No, it's fine, we get it, you know, you don't have to do that, because it can almost ruin the movie, because that's, like, one of the worst parts about Coneheads.
1: Dude, we're watching a movie called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. We know what we are in for. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie and Mike also find the tent about now, uh, a scene or two later, and we get Mike doing some, how do I put it, cultural appropriation, and then they go into the tent, and they find the way in, unlike our country bumpkin man from earlier, and we get this stupid line, looks like it was decorated by Clowns R Us. Yeah. So they already know?
0: They already, yeah, they wander in here. They're like, oh, wow, this is super wacky. It's like they say mention something about it's like a French circus or something. They're just wandering around. There's no way this actually looks like what it's it looks like a spaceship.
1: And here's the thing, though, too. You already assume it's a circus tent when they go in. Why are you shocked that it looks like it was decorated by clowns?
0: Of course it's going to. That's what a circus is.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, but they're going around, Mike touches some doors, beep, boop, bop, bop, or whatever, and the door switches them around into what I can only describe as the Death Star? The inside yes. of it, like that Luke and Leia have to swing across? That's what it looks like in here? Said,
0: Mwah, for luck.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought was about to happen.
0: Well, they go back through the door, and then they exit through like the weird elevator thing. And then the clowns are coming. Then they go through a different door, I believe.
1: Oh, because this is where they get to the cotton candy room for a minute. And this is my favorite line of the movie. Uh, Mike (laughs) looks at all the cotton candy there and says, no one stores cotton candy like this.
0: (laughs) It reminds me of Ghostbusters where it's like, no one would stack books like
1: this. (laughs) But I, in my life, have never been in a situation where I've seen a mass amount of cotton candy stored. No. That can, might be how they do. I have no idea.
0: Maybe they're getting ready for the circus that they're going to cut down the like entire forest for so people can get to it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> what is Mike's history that he is so set this is wrong? This is the thing that sets them off. Not the death star pit, not the weird like metal inside of a circus tent, the cotton candy being stored weird. Hey, something is up.
0: I'm just waiting for like Candyland Rocky to come out and start boxing one of them.
1: Yes. Well, we get that later.
0: Yeah. Oh yes, he—he's my favorite clown.
1: <laughs> oh, me too. Um, Debbie finally pieces together that this is a UFO, and the light they saw going across the sky earlier. Mike is still unconvinced. They um, tear off the face of one of the cotton, ca- the outside of one of the cotton candy things, and find the bloody, liquefying face in there, which I think is our man from earlier.
0: Yeah, I think so, because uh, Mike uh, mentions later that he recognized the body.
1: Oh, okay. Then they start running away, and we get a clown chasing after them, and we get the popcorn gun, which is actually the most expensive prop that was made for this movie. Oh, really? $7,000 to make the popcorn gun.
0: Jesus, you think that all you'd need is like some compressed air and like, a tube.
1: Well, because I guess they actually shot real popcorn with it. Now, it didn't actually chase them like that. But apparently it was very hard to get the popcorn to fly at like a fast velocity in the same direction. Because popcorn is very light, so it just kind of poofs once it hits the air.
0: I even love how they mention, they're like, why popcorn? It's like, because they're clowns.
1: (laughs) But they get away, they get out, and the clowns are chasing them down. They hit one of them with their car and falls over and they escape and my favorite thing in the world is that clown they hit with the car sits up like michael myers style
0: <laughs> oh this is also where like the clowns made like this, uh, the like the what the bloodhound dog balloon that's like sniffing after him and i love it's like woof woof, woof, woof and it's like making the noises and stuff
1: dude so i have i have a couple weird facts they had to coat the outside like in almost like a paint of the balloon dog because it kept popping
0: Oh, I could see it popping on, like, twigs and shit throughout the forest.
1: Exactly. Because, like, the parts where it's moving was a uh, fake, but, like, the parts where they're just running with it, they actually had a real balloon dog. Why not? Right. But they kept popping on, like, sticks and, need like, pine needles and stuff like that. That's funny. They get away, and the clowns all, like, like we said, the one Michael Myers sits up, and they all, like, assemble and start walking into the city, which is almost a weird, ominous shot, like, for a movie like this.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know what it reminded me of is the end of Never Hike Alone where like my where Jason like is looking like after the ambulance with Tommy in it and he starts walking towards the town.
1: Yeah, exactly, very much so. I haven't seen that in a while. That movie's good. That short.
0: It's been like a year since I've seen it, I think. I need to watch it again.
1: Yeah. They go to the police station and there's this young cop there whose name is Dave. He as any normal human doesn't believe them. But Officer Mooney, who is our grumpy cop that we talked about earlier, he overhears, and by the way, this man just hates kids and yeah. teenagers.
0: Yeah, fat, drunk, and stupid's no way to go through life, son.
1: <laughs> and so, here's the other thing about this movie. It's gonna sound like me and Brett are just jumping, scene, scene, hopping. That's the movie. No, Honestly, yeah. <laughs> from here to the end, there's almost no plot until the end kicks in. It's just clown antics the rest of the movie.
0: As Joe Bob would say, there's no plot to get in the way of the story in this movie.
1: Exactly. Because next we get our puppet show. In the middle (laughs) of nowhere, and this guy is walking past and stops for the puppet show that was being put on for no one, I'm taken off running already, even before I know about killer clowns.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, I don't care about, oh, is this the guy that's in the um, pavilion? I think so. Okay, where it's he's watching, it's almost like Punch and Judy, where it's like the uh the the puppets. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, yeah, why is he stopping? He almost like he has his arms crossed. He almost looks like who's the one guy from Tim and Eric? He looks like the one guy, not the tall guy, but the other one. Where he just has his arms crossed and it looks like a Tim and Eric sketch. Where he's just like, Phew, this isn't cool. And then they start like <laughs> fighting each other, and he's like. <laughs>
1: He thinks it's hysterical, these two, but something that like, a kindergartner would be bored by, but he thinks that part's hysterical, but one of the puppets guns down the other one, then he gets frightened, and the clown stands up from behind the puppet thing, and cotton candy guns him. Yes. We get our first shot of the pharmacy, and the okay. clown's trashing it. This we will cut back to like ten times, and I know that sounds ridiculous, but I kind of love it, and this also makes me think how fun it would be to be in this movie.
0: Well, it's just, like, the clowns causing mischief throughout the town. It's like, okay, they're killer clowns that eat people, but they're also, like, funny.
1: Well, yeah, they're clowns.
0: Yeah, where they're, they're like, wrecking this guy's store, and the entire time he's, like, comically overreacting, he's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa." (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, they're just destroyed everything. Like I said, one poses as an animatronic outside for a second, (laughs) and people just walk in. Also, Count of the Dead in this movie, fucking huge. Really? Oh, yeah. Because anytime I saw the cotton candy gun flash, death. Okay. Well, as long as it made contact. Right. And there was a lot of it. I did not count every piece of hanging cotton candy, though. (laughs) That would be a nightmare. But the whole pharmacy thing's going on. We get some more... Between the young cop, as we call him, and Mike and Debbie, the young cop whose name, what did I say, it was Dave?
0: I believe so, yes.
1: Okay, he is Debbie's ex, and here's the thing, I'm pretty sure they're back together by the end of the movie.
0: Yeah, so it's this weird, like, three-way thing going on between Debbie, Mike, and Dave, of, like, later, like, they both save her, and they're both holding her hand while, like, they go running away, but it's like, yeah, who you're gonna, who you picking, Debbie?
1: Well, at the very end of the movie, not to jump ahead, like I said, Debbie and Mike were dating at the very beginning of this, but she has her head on Mike, on Dave's shoulder and hugging him and everything, I'm like, and Mike's standing right there.
0: Yeah, Mike's like, oh man, I just became the friend.
1: Yes, but they're all talking, he doesn't believe him, but he agrees to go check out the whole makeout point with them, like, or no, not the makeout point, where the tent was with them, that's what it was. Yes, right. While that's going on, we get the door-to-door montage of the clowns, where one is, like, a bad porno setup, where they knock on the door, the girl answers, and they have a pizza, but out of the box pops the little clown, Cotton Candy Gun.
0: Yeah, I love it's, like, the one clown with pizza, and she's, like, standing there in, like, her lingerie, and it is, she's, like, at first she's, like, ooh, and then, like, two more clowns pop out, then the one clown pops out of the pizza box, and then she's, like, oh, fuck.
1: (laughs) Here's the thing I'm confused on, because... When you watch this movie, you think, oh, they realistically only had, like, five clowns, so they just reuse those suits a lot. But, at the towards the end of the movie, we see there's, like, 20 uh, Ellie's suits that they had. So, why do we just keep seeing, like, the same ones over and over?
0: Yeah, it's like, certain clowns, like, they must just stay at the spaceship or something. And these are the ones that they send out of, like, go find us stuff. The other ones, like, organize the cotton candy and things.
1: yeah. This whole montage is just silly. They also get another lady with chocolate, which I don't even think is a circus thing, but whatever.
0: Like, short, sure, sweets, okay.
1: But they drop Debbie off at home as the Love Triangle guys go to vet- investigate. And what else? Oh, they get there, and the ship is gone. And, okay, I'm putting the cuffs on you. I don't know what the charge is, but he cuffs Mike, puts him in the back of the car.
0: Yeah, it's like, you said that there was a circus tent here, and there's not. Now you're going to go to jail.
1: Yes. I don't think that's illegal, but fair. Okay. Alright, so the next two parts of the montage are maybe two of my favorites. Okay. We have the clown riding an invisible bike next to the car. Yes. And runs the guy off the road, and he crashes, and the car explodes. And I love he's just sitting there like he's driving a car, but he's just floating, but his feet are the headlights. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love all the little clown gags. Like, that's what makes the movie so great.
1: Oh, like I said, all this Mike, Debbie, Dave shit, I won't lie. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's it's whatever. I We need it to move the plot along. The clown stuff, though. Yeah. Mwah. I love it. Yes. And then we get what is definitely my favorite after that. The bikers. Which is, Yes.
0: I love the bikers and the little clown. I forget what his name is in the movie. Like his clown name, Shorty. It might be Shorty because that's one of them. That makes sense. He's my favorite one, probably because of this scene. Because he like, there's all these like hell's angel like bikers hanging out this like hanging outside this bar, and like he comes riding up on his like tricycle that has like training wheels on it, and they're all making wait. What's he
1: ride up on? Remember rubber.
0: Oh, he rode up on a tricycle.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they're all making fun of him. They're like, oh, can I take your bike for a ride? He's like, rawr, rawr. it's like, can I honk the corn? He's like, rawr, rawr. and the biker smashes his bike, and then, like, <laughs> the clown starts crying.
1: <laughs> Dude, but these ones were unprovoked and they just destroyed his bike. Here's the thing he's the short clown, right? Yes. He's the little one. So, at best, it's a little kid in a clown costume. And you just destroy his <laughs> tricycle. Like, these guys deserved everything coming to him.
0: Or, like, imagine if, like, the actor that's inside the clown costume is, like, 12. And it's, like, he was promised to Spike after filming. And then it got smashed right in front of him. He's like, but that was my payment. <laughs>
1: That guy's always smashes his bike for no reason. The biker to the clown. Again, the clown's nothing. After he said, you can't ride it, but you can honk the horn. And the clown cries and jumps away, but then jumps back down with boxing gloves on. And this is a perfect touch. Because, you know, they don't talk at all, these killer clowns.
0: Right. Yeah, they just make, like, funny noises.
1: Yeah. But you can clearly see him go, What up your dukes? Like, <laughs> the only thing you hear them say the whole movie is that. And I love it. It's so genius. You
0: know what this <laughs> reminded me of was Friday the 13th Part 8. Yes, it did. With the boxing scene, especially because it's a beheading by
1: boxing. Dude, this came out first. Friday ripped off Killer Clock. See,
0: goddamn fucking Friday 8 fucking director, piece of shit. <laughs>
1: But he goes, what are you gonna do? Knock my block off? And he punches his head clean off his shoulders and it lands in a garbage can.
0: Yeah, which is just
1: awesome. <laughs> this next part is legitimately terrifying, which is funny because of all the like silly fun stuff, there are two scenes that are like bone-chilling for a second. And it's the little girl at the pizza place or fast food place or whatever. Yeah. And the big one sitting outside just, like, doing that, like, motioning come here thing with his finger. Terrifying. Like, just dead staring at this kid. And they know what they're doing, too, because they quit playing the wacky music with this part. It's just this real eerie, quiet music. And this clown just making that, like, directly into camera at her is creepy as hell and he has a big hammer hidden behind his back
0: yeah i love his like hammer that he's hiding of just like i can't wait to, for her to get close to me i'm gonna bonk her on the head it it almost <laughs> reminded me like pennywise how he is with kids especially in like the new it chapter one and two where it's almost like he's like an animal where he's like come here and then if the kid starts laughing he just starts being like you know
1: yeah, it definitely lures lures them in, Yeah, and the kid's just about to go out, and then the mom all of a sudden pays attention and grabs her kid. Like, no, you have to finish eating first, and I guess this clown, who's near invincible, like, there to invade Earth, isn't just going to walk through the door? They haven't figured out that technology?
0: No, like, they're into, like, the trickery of it as well
1: yeah true you gotta put on the act
0: well also this mom would have no problem if i was her kid because like the kid walked away from a perfectly good cheeseburger to go look at this clown i'm like fuck you i want my cheeseburger
1: exactly you wouldn't have any trouble with me here no officer dave and his what's the word his prisoner no his suspect now cuffed in the back of the car mike drive past the makeout point but they notice all the cars are empty and there's like cotton candy looking spider webs all over the car they're like it's cotton candy bullshit that would not be your first thought i'm like there's pink radioactive spider webs or something like that
0: i'm thinking it's like weird spider webs or it's like even insulation like cotton candy is way down on my list unless like (laughs) some of it accidentally flew in my mouth and it tasted sweet even then i'd be like oh it's some weird chemical and i'm gonna die
1: yeah I'm going through the list long time till I hit cotton candy, but yeah, a chemical weapon went off. I don't know, but all the cars are gone, and the only thing that he finds are Christopher Titus's glasses. He's like, these are his glasses, and all of them are gone, so all of them are being cocooned and liquefied now.
0: Yeah, I love also where it has, like, the little thing of, like, the glasses are, like, smashed, kind of, like, the lenses have, like, a little, like, they're fucked up and whatnot. It's like, uh-oh, like, he didn't go out, like, peacefully.
1: No. Uh, Mike's uncuffed. Okay, they're gonna work together. And here's where we get the thing we talk about all the time on this show as our prime example of the worst kind of cop in a horror movie. Mooney gets his very first call about a clown.
0: And every, and he's like, oh, you're just trying to pull a trick on me. And then, like, he gets his first call, and it's like a kid, and he poo-poos it away, and then he gets another call, and it's like, I think that's the hardware store owner, who's an old man, and he's like, oh, they got you in on this, too, and then, like, the phone just starts lighting up, and he's just like, the whole town's in on it.
1: He doesn't even look out the window. I bet if he didn't have to leave, if he walked to the window and looked out, you'd probably see the madness going on.
0: Yeah, exactly. You would see clowns running around and at the very least put two and two together of like, well, they keep mentioning clowns and I see
1: clowns. <laughs> hmm. All my years on the force have made me quite the thinker. I think I see a connection here. Let
0: me scratch my chin and think for a second. I better have a Shot at Jack Daniels first.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's not taking any of these calls. Debbie's at home, like we said, she's getting in the shower, and she has not brushed this popcorn off of her the entire time, I find hard to believe, <laughs> but she didn't. And there's some of the popcorn on the floor, and it like inches, like an inchworm across the floor once she's in the shower.
0: Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, so the popcorn's alive. What the fuck is this gonna be? And it's like, It's almost like clown snake eggs or something.
1: Yeah, is this what they all hatch from? Is popcorn
0: possibly? So they just is popcorn? They're like cum, or they're just like shooting popcorn semen over everybody?
1: (laughs) Probably. I don't know if they, like, form into the full clowns that we come to see later, or if that's a different type of clown, like the little worm things we see.
0: Yeah, it's like, there's, like, the graboid tremors, then there's the weird snake tremors, in, like, part four or five or whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh, more just clown madness. Uh, some garbage guy at a restaurant goes out well, not garbage guy, a restaurant worker goes to throw garbage into the dumpster, and one reaches out and grabs him and eats him. Um, there's a clown at the bus stop. This one's cool. I enjoy this one a lot, making shadow puppets. Yes. Everyone's there being very impressed. And this clown is pretty damn good at it. For them only having four fingers, he makes Washington crossing the (laughs) Delaware River. He makes everything, like, no joke. And then he makes a T-Rex with glowing red eyes. And this is right as Mike and Dave are driving around the corner, like, look, there's a clown there. They stop and watch. Then the T-Rex eats all the onlookers, the shadow T-Rex.
0: Yeah, where it's just like, okay, so then I guess if that's just an extension of the clown of, like, that clown's super full now. It just ate, like, six people at once. I also love where, like, they start, the clown does, like, the crossing of the Delaware River, and all the old people get patriotic and, like, stand up.
1: <laughs> yeah, that part's great. Such a good touch. Um, they try to run the clown over at the car after they see that, and it just jumps away into the sky.
0: Of course, because clowns are springy.
1: And so, Dave's like, hey, I need backup. He radios Mooney. Mooney doesn't even believe him. Like, oh, you got my deputy in on this too now?
0: Yeah, at this point, every phone in the entire police like station is ringing. Mooney just has his feet up laughing. Like, You're, you are all aren't going to trick me. I'm smarter than all of you. It's like, Jesus Christ, answer one phone.
1: Well, I love he's sitting there with his arms crossed in defiance. Like, I'm not going to do it.
0: Yeah. But you're not going to give me Niedermire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is where Mike and Dave split. Mike goes and meets up with the ice cream guys for reasons that I don't know why you would turn to them in a situation like this.
0: Because they're his buddies, and yeah, I have no idea, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, one of the clown sho- clowns shows up at the police station. Okay, so now Mooney, I believe, is forced to accept these might be real.
0: Well, he even if I remember right, he's still like okay, wise guy. Like,
1: <laughs> well, to be fair, you wouldn't think that it's an alien. You'd be like, this is a clown. Yeah, this is a man in makeup.
0: It's not gonna be the uh, old guy like the guy from Fade to Black who he sees a mummy and he's immediately <laughs> like, oh my god, mummies are real.
1: <laughs> I mean, clowns are real. That's a real thing. Yeah. Yes. Um, he cuffs the oh. The clown squirts yeah. him with the old uh, squirting flower gag. Dude, do you remember the video from like, oh fuck, it's probably been like 15 years now, of a reporter doing that to Tom Cruise?
0: Oh yeah, and he's like, he's like, why did you do that? Why would you do he that? Was,
1: <laughs> he was terrifying, like in his calm, like, I was scared more of Tom Cruise than the clown.
0: Yeah, where it's just like, he got just super serious of just like, why would you do that to me? Explain, why Why do you think this is funny? Like, yeah, it's just really (laughs) creepy and weird.
1: I mean, it is funny. It's literally a classic clown gag. Clowns are funny, so yes, that is hilarious. It goes back generations.
0: Every time I see this, too, I expect the water and the flower to be, like, acidic and have it, like, burn him, but it never does that. I wonder if that was an idea they had and they were just like, we can't pull it off, or if they just didn't, like, but for some reason in my head, it's comes up every time
1: well no that would make sense you might be right maybe it's something they planned to do or maybe it was like a well everyone's gonna assume that so we'll just let this be normal true and moon's like okay he cuffs the clown <sighs> and to walk him and the clown just pulls his hands off and now he just has two like arm stubs uh, and he's still walking him to the cell he puts him in and the clown has grown two new hands he locks him in the cell with these two boys he put in earlier for drinking wine in the park and causing yeah. a nuisance.
0: There's these, like, two, like, late 80s punks who he's like, they were drinking in public. They were like, we were walking through the park with a bottle of wine. We were heading back to our dorm room.
1: Yeah, but that's, yeah, put the scary clown in there with them. Yeah. Who can grow his hands <laughs> back, but whatever.
0: I love that the, both, all, both the punks are just like, you gotta be kidding me, you're sticking us with him?
1: yes <laughs> but they put him in there and Mooney's looking at him through the bars what are these things called brett like the things you get in like parties and new year and stuff where you blow into goes Brow! and the oh, paper unravels like the
0: party horns
1: yeah you know what i mean yeah well you do you've seen the movie but he uses one of those and blows it and it goes out and grabs Mooney. And slams his head off the bars. I say that because I know that's what's supposed to happen. But his head comes nowhere near those bars. But you get the bonk sound effect.
0: Yeah, it's a Luke Skywalker in the beginning of Return of the Jedi
1: kick. Exactly. And knocks him out. And that's the end of that scene for right now. Dave gets to the station and follows these clown footprints that look like there's paper (laughs) laid out. So he's tracking one of the clowns. And... Once he gets to wherever it's called that Mooney was sitting earlier, one of the clowns is sitting there with Mooney as a puppet. This is another one of the, like, all of a sudden they go sober scary with it right here.
0: Yeah. And uh, this draws back to, like, earlier in the movie, Mooney was sitting there being like, they're gonna not going to make me look like a dummy.
1: Oh, yeah. And then he's a dummy. Yeah, literally. literally.
0: Where, like, yeah, he has, like, the dummy, like, outline on the mouth where, like, the jaw moves, but it's, like, blood
1: yeah you want to talk about another movie ripping off killer clowns from outer space remember independence day where the aliens can't talk to people so they like grab the throat of the scientist guy to talk about what do you want us to do die do you remember that
0: oh yeah do you know who that was that was brent spiner that's data
1: i know he's the star trek guy yeah but (laughs) it's that but that's like this the aliens can't talk but they use the puppet guy to talk it's Everything ripped off this movie.
0: Yeah, to where, like, the clown takes his hand out of, like, Mooney's back and, like, flings the blood off of it. it like, shakes his hand.
1: Yeah, it, it gets scary for a moment. Jesus! Oh, yeah. I well, this was, like, almost like a kid's horror movie until, like, those moments.
0: And every once in a while, like, if the clowns don't get their way, they, like, get super angry and they start showing their fangs. Like, they grow fangs out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. but well, what does he say to Dave? He says, don't worry, Dave. All we want to do is kill you. Yeah. He starts firing at the clown. Obviously, the bodies are bulletproof, but he does get a nose shot in. You know, the hunk, hunk nose, (laughs) like big red nose they have, and it explodes like glass, and that's what kills them. So you got to get a nose shot.
0: He likes the clown spins around into like green, like dust.
1: Yeah. Mike and the Ice Cream Brothers, back with them, they find the whole clown parade where they're like driving like a Like a tank? I mean, not like our tank, some weird space-looking thing, and zapping people with cotton candy, throwing the cotton candy out windows, and, like, sucking up all the cotton candy into this thing?
0: Yeah, they just, I guess they go around, like, from planet to planet throughout the universe, just doing this to creatures they find.
1: So, the whole goal is just food, right? Because it, I guess they turn them into cotton candy and then drink them?
0: That's all I'm guessing, is, like, yeah, just nourishment, of just, like, taking over from galaxy the galaxy.
1: So the most basic, like, alien invasion plot that you could think of, and I don't mean that as an insult, but just the standard, like, oh, th- almost <laughs> almost so cliche that you never see it anymore type.
0: Exactly. Super cliche, but this time it's clowns. So...
1: Yes. It's different. But they drive away. Debbie gets out of the shower and is attacked by the popcorn. Clowns that are now, like, it looks like a nervous system with a clown head on it.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's like a spine, and that with a clown head, it's like popping up like a jack in the box.
1: Yeah, uh, she fights her way out though by like swatting at him and smartly kind of using like the shower curtain to block them from getting her. Yeah, uh, she gets out of the bathroom and she hears Mike's voice at the door. She opens it, but the clowns can mimic people's voices, yeah.
0: which is scary.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's terrifying, but mimics his voice. And they shoot her with a balloon gun, because she's a main character, of course.
0: Oh yeah, so they have to, like, they can't kill her right away, they have to capture her to kill her later.
1: Yes, which, I like the idea of them having to walk around with this giant balloon with a person in it. Like, what if they have to go through a doorway with this thing?
0: I have to, who the fuck knows?
1: The Ice Cream Brothers and Mike arrive at Debbie's place right as the clowns are driving away with her with this giant balloon on their car. And so the ice cream truck's chasing it. Uh, They get away, and now our whole crew, except for Debbie because she's in a balloon, is in the ice cream truck. So Dave, the Ice Cream Brothers, and Mike, they're all going after her. I don't know how. I think they've come to the conclusion they'll be at the amusement park.
0: I mean, it makes sense, because even when they're driving up to it, they're like, if you wanted to hide and you were a clown, where would you hide at?
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, a clown car pulls in the amusement park, and there's a guard. They're like, hey, the place is closed. And of course, like I said, they thought of every clown thing, so they have all the clowns getting out of the clown car. Just yeah, one after the other, after the other, after the other. And they pie him in the face, and I'm like, why is this, like, taking this man down? Are they pieing him to death? And it's a splat, splat, splat. Well, probably like 20 times. And then he realizes like, acidic pie, and it's melting him?
0: Yeah, they, and they actually do pie him to death. It's almost like yes. if the stuff was made into pies.
1: Oh, nice. We're getting lots of callbacks today. Yeah. And I love that the little clown at least puts a cherry on top of the melted guard pie pile. Yeah, he
0: has a lot to do in this movie. Like, all the other ones have, like, one or two things. Like, he gets a few things to do. I think that's why he's my favorite one.
1: We're going to do a bonus episode, which is a deep character study on this little clown.
0: (laughs) Who is this guy? What motivates him? What kind of human slurry (laughs) does he like?
1: What kind of, like, past do you think he has? (laughs)
0: Like, do a fake interview with him. (laughs) (laughs)
1: the guys all go into the ship and this is where we get the whole exposition of them just naming possibilities of where they came from like maybe they came to earth so long ago and everything like circus culture and clowns is based off of them maybe they assimilate to the planet and they chose clowns like we don't know there you go No,
0: I like to believe that there's just an infinite amount of possibilities in the universe, and we just happen to be visited by the species that just happens to look like clowns.
1: Oh, just that huge of a coincidence? Nothing to do with our clowns? Exactly. Okay. I'll take it.
0: It's like a weird Marvel multiverse Wanda Doctor Strange thing.
1: Killer clowns in the multiverse of madness. I would watch this movie- Um, By the way, they have been trying to make a sequel to this thing basically since this one came out, and it's been so close to greenlit so many times. Sci Fi was going to do a series, and then they were going to do a movie with Mike talking, like always warning people that the clowns will come back, and no one believes him. I don't know how no one would believe him. Like, half this town is gone, but like, there are so many different versions, and they just can never get it greenlit.
0: Yeah, it seems like every couple years you see like one of those like clickbait articles of like, oh, Killer Clowns is going to be, Killer Clowns 2 is going to be happening. And it's always like, I wish, like they had that happened for years with Hocus Pocus 2. And that's finally actually happening this year.
1: Yeah, so maybe there is hope. And you know what? It doesn't have to be big budget. Just let them go to town with the effects, practical just like this, have fun with it. Like I said, make it like this. You don't need a crazy plot or anything. No. Just clown antics with a small one running through it. It will be happy.
0: I will be so happy, and I think it could happen still because look how like popular all the spirit Halloween stuff was. The Halloween horror nights. Like I saw people like loving the killer clowns theme.
1: Oh yeah, I watched a video of a walkthrough yeah. f- through that. It looked so cool.
0: It looked awesome. Like I just wanted a picture with every clown. Like,
1: yeah. Um, where are we at? Oh, they're walking through. Disgusting. And the ice cream bros, I guess, step on a trap door and fall into a ball pit. Again, everything is clowns. And then we get the lady clowns <laughs> with growing inflatable boobs.
0: And of course, the ice cream brothers are like, Oh, waka waka, like, oh, we just hit the jackpot. Even though they're grotesque alien clowns that just so happen to have, like, female features. They're still like,
1: oh... They say something like, Are you Debbie's roommate? Because earlier yeah. Mike said, We gotta go to Debbie's, she has two roommates or something, some dumb line like that. But yeah. It's like, Are you kidding um, me? Mike and Dave make it to the cotton candy room, they hide from the clown, and this is the whole crazy straw scene with the big clown comes in, sneaks a little. He's he wants a snack.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's like, Yeah, he needs a like midday pick-me up.
1: Yes. Um, they find Debbie's balloon, they shoot it, and That's how they get her out, they free her. The three of them are running away, and they're being chased by clowns, and we get the, another door gag! (laughs) (laughs) They find a door, they keep opening it to a smaller door and a smaller door, probably where it should have stopped being funny, but I was amused by it the whole time.
0: Oh, so was I. It's because they're, like, trying to escape, and they just have to open up, like, five doors at once.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they get to what, I don't know what this is supposed to be like, it looks like a little stage or something, and they're like, They climb on top of that. Is like, a clown horde is surrounding them. Like you
0: said, like, at this point, like, like, it's not just, like, the key group of clowns anymore. It's, like, all of these other wacky-looking ones that, like, you can also tell not as much thought was put into their look. So they just have, like, a green wig on.
1: That's probably what it was. Like, the ones we see all the time are the ones they really went with the effects for and everything. Yeah. And then these were, because they're not zoomed in on, so just basic clown costumes. Yeah. And then, like, they start fighting him off, and all the clowns back away. Why is this going on? And <laughs> giant clownzilla is lowered yeah. down, like, on marionette strings.
0: Yeah, I love, like, I love that, that how you put that, clownzilla, because that exactly, like, tells you what it is. It's, like, a giant monster clown.
1: Oh, I did mess it up a little bit, because they stop going, the regular-sized clowns stopped going after him, because the Ice Cream Brothers survived, and... They drive through with the ice cream truck, right. and their truck has a giant clown head on top, and they're acting like they're, we are the god, or whatever, like, listen to the giant clown, because they think, oh, we're the biggest clown, and then clowns are, like, gets lowered down. It even... Also, when you see them, I love their clothes are all torn up, and they have, like, comically big lip marks all over them.
0: Yeah, so they definitely, like, at least made out with these, like, weird clown creatures.
1: They fuck those clowns.
0: Yeah, they fuck those clowns. They're like, we don't have any lube, and they have like whipped cream that they let clowns put on their thing. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: do you think when you are, is making like that slide whistle sound as it's going in and out? <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop whoop the whole time. <laughs> if he cut,
0: if it's like too quick, it's like whoop <laughs> whoop.
1: But anyway, that's where Clownzilla that like gets lowered down. And it throws the ice cream truck and it explodes in what I think is killing the Ice Cream Brothers. Um. Okay, jump to the end. It doesn't. But do you know, original script and original movie, it did test it very poorly with audiences, so that's why they had them survive.
0: Oh yeah, because I love those guys. I would hope they would survive, you know?
1: I couldn't tell if I loved them or hated them this whole movie.
0: Well, they're just like... Oh no, they're kind of assholes sometimes. Other times they're funny.
1: Clownzilla grabs Dave and is gonna eat him as Mike and Debbie are escaping. The ship's taking off as the police reinforcements bleh, reinforcements arrive. Dave shoots the nose of Clownzilla, and I don't know why, but the ship explodes. Then,
0: well, yeah, it's like okay, so it's the clown, like almost like the Borg of like you kill the Borg Queen and that takes down the ship or something.
1: Yeah. But ship explodes. Like we said, the ice cream brothers survived, Dave survived, all our main characters survive. It's all great. The ships explode in the sky. All the clowns are wearing on it. They're all standing there. Is it over? And they all get pied in the face. <laughs> I look, we know some of the pies are acidic, I don't think these were. I think it's just a dumb ending. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think it was. And you're such a fun fucking movie, dude. It is.
0: Like I said, if you want to sit down and have, like, a couple beers or something, or just enjoy, like, your, like, weird Saturday night of just, like, I don't know what to watch, but I just want something to make me kind of laugh and whatnot, this is a great pick.
1: Oh, definitely. It's It's got rewatch factor, too, especially because you don't need to pay attention to it too much. It's kind of one of those ones you can just have on and enjoy it as you're walking past because there's so many little bits throughout it.
0: Exactly. You're not going to miss, like, some key part of the plot.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you want to get into the end of episode stuff? Yes. I, th- I think I got all my fun facts in throughout it, so... Yeah. Let's get into the Count of the Dead. The Horror Count of the Dead where we tally up all the deaths in the movie, and we add to our grand total of every movie we've ever done. The last episode, we did Nosferatu the Vampire, which left us... I can't say vampire, This <laughs> Which left us <laughs> with a Count of the Dead of 928. Where you think killer counts... For- Wow, I cannot <laughs> talk. Where do you think killer clowns from outer space brought us?
0: Um, like you said, like they take out like a town kind of in this. Yes. I'm trying to think how many were on screen though. The first number that popped in my mind
1: was 25. You know what? I didn't think you were going to get anywhere close and you got pretty damn close. Okay. We got 28.
0: Oh, nice. Damn.
1: It brought us to a count of the dead of 956.
0: Nice. Well, every week Greg does his count of the dead, ah, 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 and I like to do my ratings from Dimension Z. <laughs> well, basically, I like to do one through ten, one being the worst, ten being the best, and I rate the movie something from the movie. And I was thinking with this one is, because there's a lot of food stuff throughout the movie, would be carnival foods. Okay. So, like a number one carnival food that's like the worst one. And even though it's like gimmicky and whatnot, it's like, oh, oh it's like deep fried butter. Would you ever order that?
1: Um,. Now, i don't know dude you know I, I feel like i want to try no i haven't i feel like i want to try i don't want a, a stick of butter like if you could cut me off like a tablespoon of butter and deep fry it i might try that
0: no it's a whole stick that they deep fried there's no yeah i, part I don't of think i could right now that would be like oh that looks good i'll be like oh that's gonna kill me
1: what a lovely way to die
0: <laughs> and like number 10 i'm thinking is like a funnel cake because where else are you going to eat a funnel cake? But if you're at the circus or at a fair or something like that,
1: you you'll get that's cheese. True. Fries. I don't think like I don't think I've ever gone to your house. And you're like you want anything to eat? I got a funnel cake. I exactly, don't think that's ever happened.
0: Like you'll get cheese fries anywhere. You'll get a corn dog or a hot dog anywhere. Funnel cake is like specifically for a fair or like a circus. Okay, I'm going to give Killer Clowns from Outer Space seven carnival foods out of 10 it's a lot of fun like you said you can easily put this on in the background if you have to like clean that day and just like randomly look up and you're not going to miss anything it's just a fun scene
1: oh definitely i can't believe i'm rating this movie (laughs) this high but i i want seven and a half carnival foods out of 10 okay i it's just weird for me to like when i sit down and think I'm giving *Killer from Outer Space* seven and a half. Yeah, I am. I love this movie. It's so fun.
0: It really is. And like you, like we've said throughout the entire thing, every time you watch it, it's fun. I've been watching this movie for so many years, and it still makes me laugh to this day.
1: You want to talk about a tonal shift from last week's movie to this week? Which <laughs> oh I love gosh. both of them. It's such like a weird swap, like going from that to this,
0: going from like German like art horror two killer clowns from outer space <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude i wouldn't have it any other way though i love it so what we got next week
0: uh well what is next week greg
1: next week is the fly
0: yes oh my god Do you want to talk about a movie that scarred me as a child
1: dude this movie will scar you at any age uh the 1986 yeah the jeff goldblum one
0: yes the remake
1: Yes. But, loose remake, if we're being honest. Not even much of a remake.
0: Well, it's pretty... I mean, it's the story.
1: A guy turns into a fly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Exactly. But that's pretty much where the remake ends.
0: But I cannot wait to talk about this movie. I've talked about it so many times. Anytime I need to bring up, like, a uh, example of, like, a disgusting movie or a scene, I bring up The Fly. <laughs>
1: oh definitely so it's a good time it is streaming as a recording now on Amazon Prime if you have that so if you haven't seen it and want to get caught up with us you can stream it there or you've probably seen The Fly by now
0: exactly it's one of those movies I was on HBO like all the time when I was growing up so
1: oh okay but yeah that's next week that's all I really got right now Uh, if you're listening on release day I hope you enjoyed the other episode that went up today
0: Yes, I hope that you enjoyed our uh, Terry Susan Smith uh, interview. It was a lot of fun to do.
1: <laughs> oh, that wasn't today.
0: Uh, what else went up today?
1: Oh, the other thing. Today's the room.
0: Oh, that's right. The room. <laughs> I forgot what Dave what we were doing.
1: This is ridiculous. I'm not even going to talk about it out here. We gave it a whole episode.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, but I uh, had to strong arm Greg into covering the room, and the only way I could like shoehorn it in there is like, it's April Fool's.
1: Yeah, but that's up there if you guys want to listen by now, so...
0: That was and that was a 100% Brett episode.
1: Oh, definitely. So, do you say Happy April Fool's Day? I would say
0: so. Be careful. Don't trust anything you see anywhere today.
1: Yeah, except for this episode. This was real.
0: Yeah, this one's real. But it, I'll always love, like, watch Bruce Campbell's Twitter account, because he always, like does some big, like, breaking news thing on April Fool's Day, and I can't wait to see what this year's is.
1: Army of Darkness 2!
0: Was, was it the one year? I forget. What, oh, he was gonna be the new Doctor in Doctor Who.
1: <laughs> Dude, I would love year. it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would be great.
1: I would actually start make sure, like, I watch all of Doctor Who to be caught up to speed.
0: Yeah, like, he has a chainsaw arm for no reason now. <laughs> unless you have got anything else, man.
1: No, that's all I got.
0: All right, well, we'll see you next week, and we hope that killer, killer clowns from outer space has left your brain throbbing with horror. Ah, it seems you've survived another fright. Be sure to look for the Throbbing with Horror pumpkin on all of your favorite social medias and local newspaper headlines. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform, or else... Subscribe for more tantalizing terror, and be ready for the new fear next week, if you dare.